Hi, welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today we are going to talk about summer camp. Summer camp, it's that time. It is that time. And I got to tell you, if you haven't booked a summer camp by now, you just might be screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Because for all the work you do to get your kid to camp for two weeks... I mean, it's it's like about, you know, two months of work to get them away for two weeks. Yeah, you really earn that time away from your kids. So I hope you enjoy it. And, you know, Martha and I have done different kinds of camps. Like I've sent Charles abroad and Martha sent her children to Camp Ozark. But we also wanted to mention, of course, all the great day camps that are out there. Absolutely. In Dallas, there is no shortage. Just decide what you're wanting for your kid, whether it's art, music, sports, science, anything that you want, the sky's the limit. You're going to find something to send your kids to. Yes. The YMCA has great camps. Mm -hmm. All of them do. Yes. Great camps for young ones, especially sport camps, and then also just an overall day camp. Where they, you know, they get to do fun things like make necklaces and, and you know, hang out and, you know, do things like that as well as sports. They get breaks. They have lunch together. Sure. And then pretty much every church offers vacation Bible school and it lasts all week long. And it's usually from 9 to 12. And so if you're interested in that, just check with your church and, and see what they have. And, of course, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts have fantastic camps. I went to a Girl Scout camp when I was little. Yeah. And SMU has great speech and debate camps, film camps. Charles did a Shakespearean camp downtown once, Italian language camp. I feel like sometimes they don't offer certain languages like Chinese at schools. You can go to a Chinese language camp. You can really, I find that that day camps are a way of supplementing what they're not getting at school. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, because the curriculum is so tight and there's only so much that they can cover. And you just mentioned so many wonderful opportunities to really get that extra edge with your kid. Yeah, so when we come back, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our own personal camp experiences with our children and give you some great ideas. So stay tuned. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week, we send you a link to the latest episode of the show. But that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break. So today we're going to be talking about camp. A lot of people are talking about getting their kids ready for summer camp, all the stuff that they need to pack, where are they going to go. And we actually send our kids to Camp Ozark. We've gone for several years, and they love it. It was really in line with what we wanted for their enrichment for the summer. It's very active, lots of sports, uh, Christian background, and it's been around for a long time. It's highly accredited, and we absolutely love it. Do you guys do anything like that? Do you send Charles to any camps? Well, first of all, when we first moved here, I remember, like, I was just behind on everything. So people would be signing their kids up for camp, like, in January. Uh Uh-huh. And I've gotten much better about that. But if you think about it, summer is almost here. And 
for Charles, we've done more day camps. Right. And we thought about Camp Ozark. Like, he's done a lot of trips to, you know, Sky Ranch for school, et cetera. We sent him on the trips that they do through the school to Boston and D.C. But when I heard about Camp Ozark, I looked into it Mm because several friends invited us to go. And again, I can do this because I have one child. It's very different from having four kids where you're like, I got to put this one here. Let's get them all in a camp together. So my thought was, hmm. Arkansas, where Camp Ozark is located, or Italy. So I started looking into camps in Italy, and for three summers— That is such a Nelly thing to say. (laughs) Arkansas, Italy. Arkansas, Italy. Hey, what does Italy have that Arkansas doesn't have, Nelly? Please. No, and I found the best camps in Italy Mm -hmm. um, through Academia Italiana. And they have—we went in Florence— he went in Salerno and then at the beach south of Salerno, like south of Naples. Yep. You and, got Ozark beat right there. And it will, you know what? I, I'll tell you this for all those moms who are listening to this. If you're looking for a different adventure, because Camp Ozark's a great camp and kids love it and they go there for years and see the same friends. But I will say this. The cost for going to Italy, including me putting myself up in an Airbnb and being close by because he's in a foreign country, is cheaper than Ozark. You so there, and we're in Florence and Salerno. <laughs> you're, you're selling this really well. It's sounding better and better. <laughs> well, it's another option, and it's a great excuse for moms to go to camp. That's all I'm saying. So I have also done a lot of day camps with Charles. I'm probably the mom that a lot of children would hate because I've put him in camps like, <laughs> like speech and debate camp last summer. Oh. The summer before that, Shakespeare camp. I mean, just something different <laughs> to give him a more open perspective on things. And I do think every kid should do speech and debate. And SMU has a great program for that. Good to know. So I'm the polar opposite, who would have thought. And I don't pre-plan at all because I never know what we're going to be doing during the summer. So I don't like to commit because I've had so many times that we committed. And then my kids are like, I didn't want to go to that camp. So then I tend to do things at the last minute. And guess what? There's not very many options at the last minute because all the planners have booked up all the spots. It's true. (laughs) So it's kind of hard. But we've done art camps and we've done Perot discovery camp which is really great and hockey camp uh, hockey camp has been really good for my son and you know the list just goes on and on of the opportunities of camps like anything that you want your child to accomplishing the summer and get their minds enriched you can find something that matches it it's true and i have to say charles for years went to camp in the hamptons but a day camp and it was more like a typical camp like you know making beaded necklaces <laughs> running around the beach you know a real camp and now i'm worried kind of like spring break in telluride where everybody from up was there <laughs> i feel like that's going to happen in the hamptons in the next couple of years well you know where- i feel like i'm going to see up on every corner you know where you're not going to see up at your Italian camp. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I know. So in today's show, let's talk about getting your kids ready for camp. There is a long list of things that you need to buy and send and pack and whatnot. And I want to start with doing your research when you're on the way to picking a camp, because there's so many ones out there. Don't just rely on what your friends are saying. I mean, use that as a starting point if your friends have gone for years and they know the background about the camp, but also get on there and Google it. Yes, because you never know. You want to Google lawsuits because there might have been a horrible happening at the camp. Right. Molestations, things that we have to worry about. Mm -hmm. And death. Mm -hmm. Not to be morbid, but these are real things because I've Googled and all of those are out there. So just make sure that you take a look at that. And as far as background checks go... 
a lot of us are, and myself included, are guilty of just thinking, oh, well, Nellie goes there, so it's got to be a good place, and not doing your research and finding out what exactly is involved a background check. Is it just your basic interview, or is it a police background check, criminal background check, where they really dive in and make sure that these counselors do not have a criminal past. Well, and we do have such a strong group of moms in our little bubble. Yes. And I do feel like we've got a lot of moms who look that stuff up. They absolutely do. So you can use them as resources too. Absolutely. And sit down and talk about it. Sit down and bring up what you know about the camp, what the other people know, because we really do all send our kids to the same, like, three camps, Mm -hmm. right? There's Sky Ranch, there's Camp Ozark, I don't know. Longhorn. Longhorn, exactly. (laughs) And those are the camps that everybody goes to. The other thing is, of course, when you prepare for camp, you get that long list (laughs) of what they need to pack. I got to tell you, I start working on it a month in advance. And you should. (laughs) Yes. Because what happens is it will say something like, oh, this and I'll check it off. And I'll think, oh, I forgot the bug spray. Your poor kid's going to hate you Mm -hmm. without bug spray at camp. The checklist is vital. In fact, I'll even post one on our website for you guys. But one of the biggest things that we found useful was sending fans, a box fan and a clip-on fan to set the box fan up at the foot of their bed so it's blowing on them. And then a small clip-on, it's also blowing on their face up close. So that's really helped our kids just not be so hot at night. Yeah. And I don't know, at Camp Ozark, et cetera, how do you get in touch with your child? You don't. But what if you needed to? So I'm, I'm just curious. You, if do you write the letters? If it wasn't, well, you, you can send daily emails and they print them out and deliver them to the kids in the cabin. Okay. But they can't communicate back on email. They can send you snail mail and they can send you a letter. But if there was an absolute emergency that you really needed to get, you'd call a camp mom and they would definitely go get your child and you'd be able to have a conversation okay. with them. That to me is important. Yes. Because you never know. You want to check on the temperature of your child in camp, especially with little ones. The first year they go to camp, like Charles's first sleepaway camp was Italy. And I didn't really think about the fact that that might be scary, you know, because I was nearby. Right. But, you know, he was with all foreign children and, you know, just it's mostly because he had never slept away at camp for several weeks before. Sure. So it's important to let your kid know that they can reach you if they need to and have a way to get in touch with your child if you need to. Well, at Ozark, when you have a first-time camper, they call you after like two or three days and they ask certain questions to the kids. What's your favorite activity? How are you doing? And so they call you and they give you an update. And it's very refreshing to know that somebody has actually talked to your kid and you're getting firsthand information from the kid relayed back to you. And make sure also that they have the right, I assume they bring sleeping bags and pillows, et cetera. I love the fan idea. But I have to tell you a story, which is like we grew up in New York City. My brother went on a Boy Scout camping trip on Roosevelt Island, the remote Isle of Roosevelt. (laughs) (laughs) And my dad was one of the chaperones on the trip. And he showed up in a business suit straight from work with his briefcase and carrying a Raggedy Ann sleeping bag for my brother. (laughs) I almost wanted to die. (laughs) Not very manly, huh? (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah, so be careful about that. But some of the benefits that I found to sleepaway camp, and this is my favorite one, no technology. They cannot have cell phones at all. So that's been really great. I love that. Then as soon as they get in the car, they're dying for their phones again. But you're right. It's a good social experience because they actually have to socialize and take part in events. 
Yes. Yeah. And that they're active all day long. They wouldn't have time to sit around and look at YouTube, even if they had their phone. Right. They keep them active with a long list of sports. And at most camps, they get to choose. They get to go through the list and pick their own activities, which I think is really good and instills a lot of independence and decision making in the kid. It's good for them to be able to to feel like that they had a choice in their activities. Well, I have a question. How old do you stop sending your child to camp unless they're a counselor? (laughs) I think the end of high school is typically the cutoff. Kids go to camp in the summer in high school? Yes. And then it's typically when they're a senior or the summer before their freshman and college year that they go in for training to be a counselor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then conversely, how young is too young? What age do you send your child to camp? Do you know they send kids as young as five to camp? Wow. That's a little too early for me. (laughs) I didn't do that. But a lot of people do. I waited until second grade for my daughter and third for my son. Although I can see this. Let's say you have four children and they're five, nine, 11 and 16 and they're all on the same campus and you're sending them together. That's probably how that happens with the five-year-olds. Yeah, that's a good point because they do run into each other. They have like common time where they all come together and they're running around doing their own thing. And so I know that my daughter definitely saw my son and she would check on him and make sure he was okay. So yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. They could see them and just double check on him. But that's a real testament to camp being a fun time if somebody who's a teenager wants to be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's so many like that at Ozark who went to camp there since they were five all through high school. They have a big ceremony at the end of it when you pick up your kid that lasts for an hour and you're in the super hot tent sweating and they recognize all sorts of people one by one. And there's so many that have been there that long. There's a lot of people that got married out there, that met each other. And I know grownups is what I'm talking about. <laughs> people, that, people that work there. They, they Don't send your kids to camp. They'll come back married. <laughs> they, uh, they don't encourage much mixing and mingling with the boys and the girls. Yeah. Let me be clear about that. I meant the adults. <laughs> well, and it's also a good chance to learn social skills because they're in this cabin with a bunch of people that typically they didn't know. And almost like a sorority house is you're put into the situation with all these people you didn't know. And you have to learn to coexist with them because Mm -hmm. you're stuck with them for a couple of weeks or however long you're there. Well, do most people go for two weeks? Because Charles's camps have been two weeks in Italy. I think it really just depends on the person. We did one week the first year my daughter went and it was just not enough. Per her, she wanted to stay longer. So we did two weeks. And that seems, for me, a really good amount of time because I'm itching to get them back at the end of that two weeks. But then there's some that send them for a whole month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the, all that laundry? That's what I was okay. thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking how long, like, I remember picking Charles up from the beach camp in Italy. And like, he apparently had just thrown every wet swimsuit yes. and everything just in with his clean clothes. Yes. And everything was like a Petri dish for mold. Well, And it is. And yeah, camp laundry is the worst. I actually have one friend that just throws everything away afterwards. And I think that's a smart thing, but (laughs) we still have clothes that I I wouldn't want to get rid of. So yeah, unpacking both of the kids last year was absolutely disgusting. I've never smelled (laughs) anything so gross. Again, wet towels in the closed camp trunk on top of everything else. And it was absolutely disgusting. I And one of them didn't change their sheets for two weeks. They usually are supposed to change them after one week, and they didn't use their clean sheets. So, yuck. Which one was that? <laughs> I'm not going to tell. <laughs> the boy. Of course. The boy. That's why what I do said you think? That. The boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, any other tips, Martha? Because you're like a camp maven. 
Okay, so you mentioned bacteria when we first started talking about the dirty laundry. I wonder, that brings me to my next point. My kids have come back with infotigo before. Do you know wow. what that is? Yes, I do. It's really gross. <laughs> it's highly contagious. It's a highly contagious skin infection caused by staph bacteria. It's extremely common for them to get it at camps because they're all in such close quarters. They sit on each other's bed to talk to each other and whatnot, and it spreads rampantly. And I know I shouldn't say this, but I have snuck prescription ointment into my kids' trunks and told them if they see any signs of it, put that on, but don't let anyone see you. <laughs> that is very smart. Okay. We're going to take a short break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the things you must not forget to pack for your child when they go to camp. We'll be right back. Martha and I would like to personally thank all of the fans of the Bubble Lounge podcast. We truly appreciate the feedback people like Sherry and Kathy and so many others have given to us. Your support encourages us week after week to keep the Bubble Lounge podcast going. It is women like you that make our community special. And if you enjoy this show, please help us spread the word on social media. Whether you use Facebook or Nextdoor Instagram, please take a moment and share it with your friends. Your help means a lot to us. So many women in the neighborhood have told us how much they have enjoyed this podcast. And with your help, we can share the show with many more. Welcome back from the break. We are still talking about camp, but right now we want to give you some recommendations about what you should not leave out of the bag for your kids for camp. Right, Martha? Yes. There's a huge list that they give you, but there's certain things that they leave off, like talcum powder. I know of a person who got a rash during camp. Somebody in the room. (laughs) Sean Jackson. We won't say any names. Yeah. A special (laughs) rash. Anyways, he, he claims that talcum powder would have prevented that or helped because he was in a lot of pain. So he insists that we send talcum powder powder, powder. <laughs> <Talcum> powder <laughs> with our kids to camp because apparently that's going to ward off any type of rashes. Yes. I say plastic bags because they don't put that on there. They might put a laundry bag. But all I know is when I see my kid's bag full of all that wet stuff oh, so from Camp Italy, it's like if he had a whole bunch of plastic bags, then I don't even care if it's each day. And each day he puts everything dirty in it because boys sometimes have to have everything laid out for them. That's a really good suggestion. But does he really do it? Does he really use those bags? No, I think he would if they're all, if it's specifically, <laughs> if it's an everyday activity, instead of just like, oh, I have one laundry bag. Mm-hmm. So I like to use big Ziploc bags to organize each day of clothing, the shorts, the socks, the underwear, the t-shirt. That way they're not just all lumped into the trunk and getting all mixed together. Where do you get the plastic bags? Ziploc, like the gallon size bags at the grocery store. Oh, okay. Yeah, just those. It oh, works that's really, really smart. well. Mm-hmm. That's actually very smart. Yeah. And because say- otherwise they put on bad outfits. <laughs> 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 like swimming trunks and I don't know, like a pajama top. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and I also do the same thing with the event nights, the, all the different theme nights. We do that too with those. You better get started. I'm sorry, girl. You better get started. Sounds like your camping trunks are (laughs) chock full of stuff. Well, they are. And last year, speaking of trunks, we bought my son the soft-sided canvas trunk, and it was so much lighter. When my daughter went, we bought the traditional big, heavy thing, pretty colored. We got it monogrammed with the little vinyl letters that were stuck on. Guess what, guys? Those look beautiful and wonderful. But as soon as the guys are carrying the trunks into the cabins, they get scratched up immediately. There's no way to avoid it. So I know they look beautiful. Girls love them. But I really would watch that and and go to this canvas bag because it held a whole lot more. It had a lot more compartments anyways. And it was just lighter and you didn't have to worry about getting scuffed up. I have a question. 
for the moms out there who do want to buy that trunk. This is the first experience <laughs> of their kid. Where do you get one of those trunks? At allthingscamp.com is a wonderful resource. They okay. have, they literally, like the name says, have all things summer camp. And one thing that I definitely would get there is a stamp that has their name and a phone number because Every item needs to be labeled with your name because those kids get all their stuff mixed and mingled in the cabin. So I definitely recommend putting their name on everything. Yeah, that's very smart. It used to be that you would sew your name into it. Well, time, now you just stamp times it. have changed. They have <laughs> a laundry proof stamp that I've used for years and I really like it. I like it. Well, the other thing is like a first aid kit. You do have to think about that. You have to think about different kinds of things that they might not have, or maybe something's embarrassing and they don't want to ask for it, and uh, things that they might need first aid-wise that at least they can take care of themselves if they need it. Don't you agree? Yeah, I do, definitely. And just to add to that, for anyone that might have a teenager girl, make sure to send some feminine products. You never know when that might happen. And the poor poor thing's not going to want to go to the nurse and ask for help. So send some of that. And I love the idea of leaving a note in their trunk, Mm -hmm. just so that when they're going through there one day, they see it and know that you're thinking of them. Definitely. Yeah, definitely helps with the homesick, I think. And then you send off packages of candy, right? So you don't have to pack that. Well, most places don't want you to send food items because it will attract ants to the cabin. So they really don't want you to do that. But something that they do at Ozark, and I'm sure they do it at other places, is you can buy a wristband that's for the camp store where they have snacks. And you're a really popular mom if you send one of those to the entire cabin. And you'll you'll even see in the pictures the kids with the gold wristband on, and you're like, I did that. (laughs) They bought ice cream today because of me, and they love that. Yeah. So, and that's pretty much about what you need to pack in the bag, right? I love your idea of the cloth suitcase. And it's just a regular suitcase that's big and... It's a camp trunk. It's shaped just like a camp trunk. From all things camp? Yes. Okay. Yes. And they have more compartments, and it's just a whole lot lighter. And like I said, you don't have to worry about the scratches. Now, do you go to, you know, pick them up and drop them off? And is there, there's a big <laughs> ceremony, you said, right? <laughs> so I think most camps have a central location where you can sign up and put them on the bus and let the bus take them there. And every year we have said, next year, we're going to do that for sure, because it's not fun driving five hours to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And Every year, my daughter puts the guilt treatment on us, and she pleads her case of why she can't ride this bus, even though it's a very nice bus. Okay, so it has nothing to do with, like, (laughs) missing you guys and spending five hours of quality time. It's just about being on a stinky bus. Oh, yeah. It's definitely – well, that, and she wants to – have her pick of the litter, if you will, of the bunk bed. She's very strategic. Oh, and moms, so, are you listening? <laughs> and Drive so, your kids to camp <laughs> so early. If you get there early, you can zoom into the cabin and pick your bed. But then when you ride on the bus, you arrive quite a bit later. So you get... Uh, and you have to tackle people to get a good yeah. bunk. Well, you just have to take what's left. Yeah. So, oh, speaking real quick of bunks. Definitely recommend bringing an egg crate. Topper. Comfort. For comfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My kids have both said that that's made a world of difference because they're they're not known for their mattresses at the camps. I'm sure they're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and an extra set of sheets because oh, yes. they should change their sheets at some point. Yes. The counselors are supposed to tell them to change their sheets and they're supposed to do so. However, I've had experience with one not doing that. So <laughs> I think that's... The boy. Yes. The boy. Back to the boy. <laughs> 
Well, guys, it's almost summer, so these are exciting things to think about, not just because your kids are going to camp and on a great adventure, but because you will have some private time. So if you want more facts about it, you can always go to our website. And this has been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>